All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have your regular brothers in arms. We have Connor, we have Avery. I wanted to switch it up for you. That's okay. How are we doing, boys? Good. Doing Hot. All right. Tired. Friday's tomorrow. Friday is tomorrow. We are almost done with the week. You almost are about to get paid, Avery, and we are about to be done with our first official week with kids back and in the get classroom. Paid. And get paid. This yes, we do. Important. We do. Get- oh, when do y'all get paid? Tomorrow? We get paid, Tuesday. when is the 31st? Tuesday. Yes, the 31st is Tuesday, so we Sweet. get paid Tuesday. Sweet. And it is going to be a nice time. All right, so Avery, we had been alluding to this for a while, um, but the question of the day, and me and Connor have very different opinions on this, is cereal soup? No. Cereal is definitely soup. I soup. don't know <laughs> it's not soup. how many times i got to say it. Here is the defining... Here are the defining characteristics of soup, right? Liquid plus substance equals soup. Cereal with milk, the liquid is milk, the substance is cereal, therefore it is soup. Deductive reasoning, took it in college. If it was soup, it would have been called soup, not cereal. No, no. It would have been called no. fruity lo- fruit loop soup. Uh, no, you're wrong. <laughs> it's okay. It is definitely fruit loops. It, you know what? I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it back. Well, Fruit Loop Soup. Captain Crunch Soup. <laughs> soup has to be hot. Cereal? No, it does not. Do you eat cold soup? Do you eat? Soup? Yes, I can not eat cold now. soup. Unfortunately, I will step in here. Not all soup is hot. Okay, true. But most soups are hot. And no, most soups you, aren't sugar balls. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sugar balls. Is that I stand by my characteristics. I am fully convinced that cereal is soup. <laughs> now, cereal dry is not soup. Mm. But cereal with milk is soup. Okay. Because liquid equals milk and well, substance if, equals cereal. If that's the logic. And a cereal without milk is still called cereal. Why are the ingredients in soup? Not called soup. Outside of being in the soup, because you have to make because soup just, is. You wondering. got me there. I thought <laughs> that was a good one. Soup, soup is soup is the name for like the term of throwing objects into the. Yeah, but the object itself being thrown in. Yeah, but is you call cereal it. You call it beef stew. You don't. I mean, that's what you call it. The products are beef. Mm, this is gonna have to beef be a stew, real debate. And then you can say beef soup. And then there's like miso soup. There's like Italian. Is a hot dog soup. a sandwich? No. So, I don't know what we're doing with these hypotheticals. I right think now. I think I'm kind of split in the middle of this because if you rip, say for instance you mess up and you get like you rip the underneath part and so it's just two parts of the bun, then now it is a sandwich. Yeah. But I think, and we brought it up the other day. I would say that a hot dog is a hoagie, but somebody brought up in my third block today that hoagies are sandwiches. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm going with hot dog as is is not a sandwich. The most wild hot dog I ever had was I was in Paris. They took a baguette, they drilled a hole in the middle, and they shoved two hot dogs in there. And I was just eating like a fucking like foot long baguette with hot dogs in it and cheese and i was like this is that sounds great actually i was like this is awesome but i feel like i'm breaking some law in america as we (laughs) speak what do you think we know more of uh the ocean or space space 100 percent. we know more about space than the ocean we have sent more people to space in the deepest part of the ocean but i will agree with you on that explored only four percent of the ocean while we have like mapped out a ginormous amount of space yeah, but there is infinite amount of space. At some point, we're going to hit the bottom of the ocean. We have hit the bottom well, of the ocean. As of but now, no. At, what? As of, <laughs> as of now, like we don't know more about the ocean than space. Dog, there's more. there's been more people who have landed on the moon than been at the bottom of the ocean. But there have been... But there are infinite amount of galaxies that we don't even know about. Yes, but I think you're, you're contextualizing the idea that like in... You said, what do we know more about? And I say, we probably know more things about space than we do the ocean. There's still things we don't know about, like, are you going to consider the fish in the ocean? The life in the ocean? Like, the so, different biomes? All the different species we've never discovered? Like every time. So, say, for instance, we're talking about you have, you've figured out 6% of 1,000, all right? So, or 6 out of 1,000, right? Well, 
in, under the idea of the of space, it is always expanding. And so we don't know whether well, we've got 4% well, or we've – it could be well, well, 4 well, out of a million or a billion or a, a if trillion. You, if, you, if you truly – if you believe the scientists, there is an actual edge of space. And it is, I think, something like hundreds of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of billions of light years across from one edge to the other. And it's a bubble that's slowly expanding. But space also has the problem where the farther back you go, the longer the light takes to travel. So you can actually see into the future and somewhat the past. Because then if you can use like metrics, like if you gave me a problem in space, I guarantee you it could probably be solved faster than a problem in the ocean. Because scientists have way more data and modules. This is above my, my knowledge. I don't know shit about science, dog. I was just... The theory of relativity is crazy. I don't know what that means. E equals MC square. It's like... Energy equals mass times... I do find stuff interesting where it's like the idea of deductive reasoning. If A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. That kind of stuff does kind of freak me out. Not freak me out, but it's kind of cool to me. It's cool like how it works. So, Avery... You You paid a lot of money for a deductive reasoning class, though. Yes, we did. Did, were you in that class? You weren't in that class, were you? No, was never the reason. No, I helped Jackson cheat. I probably shouldn't be saying this on a microphone, but yeah, Jackson. Paid, listeners we have in Saudi Arabia. No, Shout it was actually Anthony. Anthony paid me like fifty to a hundred bucks to do do the rest of the class because we were in the same class together. Um, yeah, probably you sold yourself be, too short. You probably yeah, like I probably should have. To hundred. be honest. Um, so this past week was Kobe Bryant's birthday and Kobe Bryant Day. Um, R.I.P. First of all, I did not, and I don't know how I missed this, but I didn't know that Kobe Bryant's birthday was on the 23rd. Or it's either the 23rd or the 22nd. Whereas Kobe Bryant Day obviously is 824 because he wore 8 and the number 24. But Kobe gets two days back to back, and he deserves every bit of it. Um, I'm glad. I'll give him a month, dog. The entire yeah, what's just the eighth month? It, March? yeah, August is yeah, just August, Kobe, Kobe month. Yeah, give him a whole month. Now, my question to you is: This is a hypothetical. Since we're on the idea of hypotheticals, what do you think? And this this hypothetical is that Kobe Bryant was never traded from the Hornets. Don't make me what cry. do you think would have happened to Kobe's career? Do you think he would have been even an all-star? Do you think he would have been an MVP ever? I, I mean, because the talent's still there, but I think that a lot of the stuff, the a lot of the reason why Kobe was Kobe was because he, number one, he was with Shaq, but also number two, he grew up in that LA system me, with Phil me, Jackson, one of the greatest let coaches. Me, let me give you a better hypothetical. The Hornets actually get the first round pick and actually get Shaq. And they also drafted almost they also drafted Kobe. Now, if I if Kobe was still on the Hornets, I mean I think he would have maybe brought them to like relevancy a little bit of like being a great player, but the Hornets at that time was awfully run and then they would have moved to New Orleans because maybe the New Orleans move might never have happened if like he was popular enough to bring in enough money that the Charlotte Hornets never would have left. I think that's the only thing I could say. Like well, with the the reason why they the reason why they never left the reason why they left is because Charlotte as a whole wasn't willing to pay to get a new stadium. Yeah. And then when they left, we built a new stadium. Exactly. But I think if Kobe Bryant was there and he blossomed into like a legitimate superstar and like, well, everybody I, hated the owner too. Yeah, like I'll be honest, like I don't want to say Kobe. Kobe the player was not the product of L.A., but Cody the image, I think, is the product of L.A. Dude, but we're looking Somewhat. at, I mean, I'm looking at Kobe's stuff right now. Yeah, but you know, He like, averaged 25 points in his career, 18-time All-Star, 12-time All-Defense. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. 15-time like, All-NBA. Kobe Bryant himself could have gone to any franchise and been fantastic. I truly believe it. He is that good of a player. His drive was amazing. But I think... His early career being in the Lakers and not having to be a superstar right away, I think, kind of helped his career a little bit because he wasn't a, he was like a rotation player when he first came to LA and like he still scored a thousand points before his like twenty first birthday, which is like an achievement that is even harder to do than winning like most things because now with the new rules it's even more difficult. But I mean, I don't think that. 
the media would have fell in love with him as much if he was in, in the yeah. Charlotte because LaMelo Ball is talked about occasionally because like the Ball the, the Ball family has done so much to grow their brand. But LaMelo Ball could do absolutely fantastic, and he might get a hiccup in the media of like, LaMelo Ball's doing well. LeBron James can send one tweet out about like him and Russ teaming up, and that will dominate the news cycle for a year. So I don't know if Kobe Bryant would have been able to keep that like, you know, gigantic pull if he wasn't a Laker as much. I think like the team would have brought him down. I think that he would have got. I don't think that he would have won nearly as many championships. I mean, he had five championships as a Laker. Doug, I don't Charlotte think is that the worst happened. team in NBA history. But I think that you brought up one thing when you began talking and that was mentality. And I think that that mentality was always going to be there, whether he was on the Hornets, whether he was on the Lakers, whether he was on the Pistons, no matter where he was going to be at, he was going to have that drive to be the best. Um, and so who knows? I mean, we're talking about a guy and I think that we're talking about one of the pro- most prolific scores of all time. But could you imagine him having to carry the load alone without Shaq? And so he might have done what Michael did before Scotty got there of averaging yeah. like 36 a game, 40 a game, like doing it all his own. All on his own. So I think that Kobe, I mean, it is a hypothetical. I don't think that he would have won as many championships if he would have won a championship, if- but I think that you're you were on to a point of He's going to be a box office attraction, which that in itself could bring in free agents. That in itself might stop the Hornets from moving to New Orleans. So, I mean, we're talking about a hypothetical here, but if if he is playing good enough, other people – because, I mean, you think about the Bulls before Michael got there. Like, the Bulls weren't a perennial yeah, the, successful team. They were like a joke. Yeah, they were literally a joke. And so, I think that if the Hornets could have had the same success that the Bulls did, I mean, free agents wanted to go to the Bulls because ever. they wanted to play with Michael. And I think – I'm not comparing – Michael to Kobe outright, but I am in a certain way of like their career path panned out that way. It would have been a similar thing. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I think that this was near the end of the, and what a lot of people forget too, is that that team that he got drafted to was at the tail end, but still was a good team. We're talking yeah. the, that team with Larry Johnson, with Muggsy Bogues, with Del Curry, <laughs> uh, with Alonzo Mourning, all those guys. And so all they needed was one or two pieces um, to be uh, Eastern Conference Finals contender. like champ contender. And I don't think that we're talking about he got drafted in, I think, 97. I think it was 96. Could have been ninety six, but that was the year. Like those two years are the year of the end of the Michael Jordan Bulls. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that he would have been like. I don't think he could have compete, competed with MJ in his first year or his second year. But yeah. it when they're looking for an identity in the third, fourth, fifth year, where the Lakers took over um, mm-hmm. the Lakers trilogy, uh, I think that he they could have possibly did it with Kobe spearheading that Hornets team. I think it's possible. I just want the Charlotte Hornets to get past the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, I, know, I, I remember they beat the Bulls in like one game in their series. Yeah. And, and then Michael like, took it personally. And then, yeah. So, <laughs> can we talk? I, I just want you guys to know. I find it funny. Um, so, I don't know whether you guys keep up with MLB that much. But last night, right? I, I do. So, Shohei Otani was on the bump last night. He was mm. pitching. The Baltimore Orioles, which we'll talk about one of the worst uh, streaks in MLB history in a second, but the Baltimore Orioles going into the game was 0-19. They had lost 19 straight games. I think the, the record was like 21 or 26. It was somewhere in the 20s. So, they already have a terrible streak. Shohei Otani, the second coming of Babe Ruth. <laughs> and perennial MVP. Somebody who has like a, I think it's a sub 300 ERA and just blasted his 41st home run by the time of us recording. 
They go into this game and just start mollywopping my man. They get two home runs off of him in the first inning. This 0-19 team. And then I think they hit another home run or another run in like the third or fourth inning. And they end up beating the Angels. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, that's just so wild. What is, does, how does that affect his stats? Baseball is dumb. I think it affects the stats by his ERA going up. Mm. Um, but in terms of like... His, I think he's still going to be MVP. I mean, anybody who gets 41 home runs in a season, like, plus... On- Unless you're Sammy Sosa, which you, you can't don't, get it. Don't. Everyone else keeps getting more than you. Um, I think in, when we're talking about, like, he's hitting 41 home runs at this stage of the season, we still got probably about a quarter of the season to go. So, number one, he could hit at 50. Least 60. I don't think he could hit 60. I think he could do it. I think How many he, games are left? I so there's 100 there's 182 games. And right now they are at about the 130 mark. So there's still about 50, 50 or so games. So that's less than he's at No, 40. I take that back. I think they might have shortened the season down because there's no it's way. Like, it's like 150 or 140 games. It might be this season because I know that they usually start playing. Um, they usually start playing p- playoff b- baseball I'll bet you $5 in right October. Now he gets to sixty home runs. I will guarantee you right now. I will bet you. I will shake on that. I will shake on that because I don't think he'll hit to sixty. I honestly don't know if he'll get to fifty-five. I think he will get to fifty, but I don't know whether he'll get to fifty-five. Only thing about Shohei Otani is he is like it's the, 162. It's 162 instead of 182. Oh, it's 18. It's 162 instead of 182. No, Has it always been like that? It used to be 182. I'm saying this year is 162. Got it. But I think Shohei. I mean, we're talking about a guy who is has a sub three ERA, which that in itself is wild. He has 41 home runs. I mean his. His batting average isn't nearly as good as like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But I mean, right now the AL MVP, you gotta say that it's Shohei. Even though Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is batting like, and it sucks for him because he's kind of having like a a Insane. Miguel Cabrera year of like he's I think he's batting like 320, 325, which is like fourth in the majors. He's number two in home runs and I think he's either number one or number two in RBIs so he's literally almost like he almost has a triple crown but because Shohei is doing something that we haven't seen since Babe Ruth he's not gonna get it Mm. whereas the NL is completely wide open like nobody knows who's gonna get in the NL me I'm going to win (laughs) because it used because it was gonna be Jacob deGrom but Jacob deGrom hasn't Apparently, Jacob deGrom's out for the season, which sucks because Wait. he had like a 150 what? or like a 120 ERA what by happened? the time that he left. I think that it's something Liz either with Frank his injury. shoulder or it's it, – nah, The bad man. thing is, I was talking to somebody um, in our department, Natlin. Um, Natlin's a big Mets fan. Poor, Rest in peace. Poor guy. <laughs> girl, but poor, yeah. Poor girl. Um, but she was talking about like – it's not even like a really serious injury. It's kind of just like soreness. And they're, they just keep on like, oh, we'll reevaluate him in a month. Or, oh, we'll reevaluate, a, a, reevaluate him in a couple weeks. And honestly, at this point in time, I don't know whether they should bring him back. Because right now, the Mets are seven games back from the second wild card spot. I mean, I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. And so, why risk it on your number one player yeah. if they're not going to make the playoffs? Like, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think the Dodgers are going to catch the Giants? They're like one and a half games ahead. Uh, so, right now, the Giants are two and a half games ahead. I think that they will. Um, I think that the – I personally think that the Giants are kind of like the – What's a what's a good comparison? I think the Giants are like the Jazz. Um, I think that number one, they don't have the name name brand players, kind of like the Jazz do. But I think that overall, they're a very either old team, which the Giants are. We got Brandon Crawford, who's in his mid thirties. You got Evan Longoria. You got Brandon Belt. You got Buster Posey, all of which are over like thirty four years old. Mm-hmm. So they're an older team. Um, but I think that they're as time goes on, 
in order to be successful that you have to have durability and just the sheer reality of it is is that with an older team that durability kind of goes away in a 162 game season dude i didn't even know evan longoria was still playing yes evan longoria is the starting third baseman for that team it's crazy because i could have swore he was on the raise still no evan longoria got (laughs) traded like freaking like bro but the thing is five years ago i don't know who's on the raise even though like i watched them in the world series see the rays are see the rays are like first two yeah yeah they are i mean they're right now four and a half games above the yankees which the yankees have won 11 straight so that's something in its own right maybe they needed to trade for anthony rizzo joey gallo and whoever that other pitcher was they traded for a pitcher too yeah See, I saw other than Rizzo's first really good week, he's hitting like below two hundred. That doesn't, bro. And then Luke Voigt is. I want you guys to know. I want you guys to know the Cubs are notorious for that. Like Javier Baez, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo. Sometimes they'll be great. They'll be like the best in the league. But other times, Kyle Schwarber was the same way. Wilson Contreras is the same way. Like all these guys will either be best in the league and have like 11 hits over a 12 at-bat span, Mm -hmm. or they'll not hit for like 20 at-bats. It's just wild. I saw Javi Baez swung on like a ball like before the ball even. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. But... Kind of transitioning a little bit to the NFL. Um, We are about two weeks away from the season opener. I'm so excited. Um, But I want to – I know it's – I was debating on whether to do this this week or next week. But I want to hear some of your early preseason awards. Um, So when I'm talking preseason awards, I'm talking who do you have for MVP? Who do you have for Offensive Player of the Year? Defensive Player of the Year? Offensive Rookie of the Year? Defensive Rookie of the Year? Um, you can even include the comeback player of the year as well as um, the coach of the year, who you think is going to take off. So, Would you um, like to go first, Avery, or me? Do, do we want to just do like all MVP and then yeah, all offensive player of the year? Yeah, let's do it like an order. Year? Okay, uh, so go ahead, Avery. I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers back-to-back. Aaron Rodgers, A.A. Ron going back-to-back. For, force, okay. force Green Bay to pay him to stay. That's not a bad one, actually. Um, I said I said this on last week's show, and this is – I know that Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen is kind of like the go-to pick, um, and I despise this idea of like just folding into the mold. Um, so I'm going to go with Kyler. Um, I think that Kyler with uh, Chase Edmonds, with James Conner, which can kind of open up the run game a little bit, with D-Hop, with A.J. Green. I mean, he is a – he is arguably for me a better version of Lamar. And I know that he's short, which is the only thing that you can kind of hold back from him. Whereas Lamar's like six, two or six, three, whereas Kyler's like five, 10. He's a way better passer, but he's a way better passer. And I think that maybe Lamar's faster, but I think overall as a runner, Kyler's better than uh, Lamar, even though Kyler, when he runs, looks like he's getting chased by a damn he's, lion. He's like a little kid running around. Yeah, he with the arms. He's the arms are really not waving at all. <laughs> yeah, I just find it it's funny. Like Connor, what you got? Matthew Stafford. Ooh, okay. Spicy. Spicy. I think um, with him and Sean Vic, uh, Sean Sean McVay. McVay yeah. Um, I mean, I know they just traded for Sony Michelle. Um, so, because Daryl Henderson like gets hurt occasionally, but I think if Matthew Stafford is everything that people say he is, and that J- Sean McVay doesn't have to babysit him like Jared Goff, mm-hmm. I think he's going to win. Because I'll tell you why I don't think. Who did you select? Aaron Rodgers is going to win. They don't like going back to back. They really don't like doing that. Like in the NBA, it's like well, you did it last year. How great! And okay. I think the reason why Kyler's not going to win is I don't think he's going to win enough games. I think that like the Cardinals are still like the weakest team in that division because Seahawks. San Francisco, the Seahawks are the weakest team. In the I division? think the Seahawks are. I don't think the Seahawks are going to be good this year. Well, maybe the maybe the Cardinals beat the Seahawks, but are they going to beat San Fran and the Rams' defense? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta see. Like, I think in order for Kyler to win MVP, he's got to bring that team into first or second place in the division. I just don't see it yet. He has the weapons. I just don't know. If 
Cliff Kingsbury is going to like leave the team there. That's fair. I think that's why I think I think that Matthew Stafford is going to walk into the Rams, light it up that we've never seen him do it before, and then just going to go like, holy crap, this guy was an MVP. Connor mentioned Sony Michelle. Do you guys remember when Sony Michelle was drafted before Nick Chubb? Yeah, but Nick Chubb had like a really bad injury. I think. Yes, he did. He tore his ACL in college, yeah. bro. Do you remember? I don't. I don't know whether you guys remember college that much, but Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb were on the same team. In Georgia, right? Both of both of them were yeah, on Georgia. Georgia. And there's only one who has a Super Bowl win, which is Todd Gurley. Just messing with you. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The yeah. Mandela effect. This I season. think uh, Sony Michelle scored the only touchdown in that Super Bowl. So early pick for offensive player of the year, um, Sony Michelle. No, I'm just oh. Avery. Who you got for offensive player of the year? Dak Prescott. No reason. I just think he's going to light it up. Does it have? And I actually don't know this that much. I don't think offensive player of the year is usually quarterbacks. I think that's usually I think that like it MVP. can be. Oh well, in but that case, usually no. it's either if they do really well, it's MVP. Like yeah. MVP gets also offensive player of the year, mm-hmm. or usually it's like a running back. Or uh, I just I didn't think about that, so I just said a name. Let me go to him. Let me think. I am going to say offensive player of the year. I think DeAndre Hopkins will win it. I think that Kyler Murray will take that next step with him, and then he's finally. I don't think DeHop's ever won Offensive Player of the Year. No, I don't know. Um, no, I, I don't think, think he has. I think he'll. Go, I think he'll win it. Um, I don't really see any of the running backs challenging him for it. I think if like, I think Cliff knows that like Kyler needs to throw more, and like the defense is there, and maybe another year in the system, he's gonna do better. And I, I'm gonna give it to DeAndre. I think he's finally gonna win it. I got mine. I was gonna say Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. God C-Mac. bless him. Now, did Michael Thomas or C-Mac get the Offensive Player of the Year two years ago? Michael Thomas I think Michael did because he broke did. the uh, all-time catch. Yeah. Slant boy. I love. I, was so I mad actually that year. think that Michael Thomas is a great wide no, receiver. No, I do too. Like, I know – and I didn't even know how much he got slants until, like, people started calling him slant boy. Um, so, for my Offensive Player of the Year, this is going to be a hot take. Kenny Galladay. Not <laughs> Daniel it's Jones. Not a hot, Jamison know, Crowder. If we're going hot takes since I, I feel spicy today, I'm going Saquon Barkley. Um, I think that that offensive line has been shored up a little bit. I think that Kenny Galladay gives him room to run where they are not having eight in the box the entire time nowadays. Um, I think Daniel Jones is going to take a step up. So I think that Saquon is going to have a good year if he can stay healthy. But that's the big if always with uh, – that's always the question with uh, Saquon. So, it sucks because he's so talented. Yeah, for real. Um, that's how I feel about Jonathan Taylor too. I think Jonathan Taylor and Saquon are kind of in the same boat of like really good, but injuries are going to be kind of their biggest biggest concern. Um, Avery, you got your defensive player of the year? Yeah, TJ Watt. He's finally not going to get robbed. I do, I do agree with you that I think that Aaron Donald should not have won off Defensive Player of the Year. But comparing, like, it is hard just because, like, TJ Watt being a defensive end or outside linebacker and then Aaron Watt be, or Aaron Donald being a DL. being a interior defensive tackle is always tough just because, like, Aaron Donald – even though he only has like 13 and a half stats compared to like TJ Watts, like 16, Aaron Donald's also having to go through double and triple teams. Whereas TJ Watt, yes, the tight end might be double teaming a little bit, but that like the, see, I get he's it. He's not he going to take more it. interceptions and everything else too. But I mean, I'm just, yeah. I think he'll finally get one next year. Who not got- doubling up on, him so I w- I'll choose another player I think they're going to give it to his brother I think that JJ I think that JJ will have like a bounce back year and that'd be wild and do really like just do better under this system of the Houston Texans suck and the Cardinals are really good and um so maybe he eats Russ up a few times and they have <laughs> I think they have an, an easier season and I think that like if he's going to retire after this year they might see it as like a send-off of like give JJ his defensive player of the year one last time and let him go. Um, but I think that 
my first pick would have been TJ, just mm. not picking back to back. Because I do hurt. think that like he'll have another good year and they just can't ignore him anymore. But, like yeah. he's like, dude, this dude's gone off like three years in a row. Like I feel like him. that's the problem. I think a lot of people. I think they just gave it to Aaron Donald last year. Man's not human though. He's no. It's not to take anything away from Aaron Donald. And I'm just I saying just, he's. I the year before TJ lost, it was like okay, that makes sense because I forget who won. I think it was Aaron. He's like back more. to back, but it's, it's like crazy. last year. I feel like TJ got screwed over. Like so, no bias. So I'm actually going, and they haven't had this for a while. Well, technically they had it with uh, Stephon go Gilmore, um, but I'm actually going with Xavier Howard from Miami. Um, he's had over seven uh, interceptions for two out of the last three years, um, but he didn't get it last year, um, mainly because he had ten interceptions last year, which is insane to think about mm-hmm. um, and I think that like game. he can I think that he can take another step up hopefully um, and I think that he has he has something to prove because I think that he wants out of that Miami system um, I think that there was a lot of beef with him a couple months back saying that he wanted he contract. wanted out yeah um, I, it was either he wanted out or he was going to kind of hold out until he got his money um, so I can't remember which exactly it is but he has something to prove whether it's money or he wants out kind of like Aaron Rodgers does mm-hmm. um, so um, Connor I'll start with you this time who is your offensive rookie of the year if if all of the quarterbacks that were drafted this year do not play first excluding Zach Wilson I'm going to give it to Jamar Chase. I think he'll have a really good season with Joe Burrow if Joe Burrow is healthy. If Justin Fields takes over by week three, I'm giving it to Justin Fields. I think that, like, Cincinnati's going to watch Andy Dalton get eaten alive for three games. They're going to say Justin Field plays, and I think Justin Field will pop off, and I think they'll give it to him. Only The only reason why I don't think they're going to give it to Zach Wilson is because the Jets won't win enough. Mm. I think that's like a big problem I have with these awards is the fact that like you kind of really need to be on like a winning team. To get them. Yeah, like I think the reason why Christian McCaffrey didn't win that award was because the Panthers kind of sucked. Yeah. And it's like, well, you give it to Michael Thomas or Christian McCaffrey because McCaffrey did something unbelievable. And I think if the Panthers had made it to the playoffs, they would have given it to him because like the team did better because of him and stuff like that. But uh, I think that's it. So I'm gonna give you a bone here. I'm You're going Najee Harris. Yeah, I was about to say you, you know I was gonna pick. Him. Um, I actually think that Najee Harris is gonna have a really, really good uh, season. I think this the year. running back for Jaguars actually is a really good. Travis Etienne yeah. is out for the yeah, season. Yeah, like ah, <laughs> um, so I'm going with Najee Harris. I think that he is gonna have a really good season this year. I think that they're gonna rely on him a lot more than the running backs in the past, just because I think that. Ben's arm isn't going to allow him to throw for 30, 40, 50 times a game. Um, So they're going to have to rely on him to be that number one guy in that offense. And I think that in fantasy, Najee Harris is a great pick. But I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not convinced. I like for, and I know that we're not talking about fantasy right now, but I don't touch, I'm not going to touch any of the Steelers wide receivers just because you don't know who's going to pop off what week. Like yeah, there's no telling. Yeah, it like could, it could have been an, e- even if even shoot, if even I do, could score points. Yeah, week, week basis, like uh, you remember the Chase Claypool games. Like yeah, Chase like, Claypool had like three or four touchdowns out of nowhere in a game. We were watching that game together. Yes, we and did. I was supposed to be at that game because it was on my birthday. A rip. You remember? Yes. I never um, Avery's so, not dead. It's his birthday dreams are. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, mm. Defensive <laughs> rookie of the year. Who we got? Uh, J.C. Horn. Well, dang, it's... it's I'm just kidding. No, I'll go Patrick Sertain. I think he's the best corner in the draft. No uh, offense to J.C. I was going to say J.C. Horn. I just think that if the Panthers don't succeed enough, they're not going to win. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Uh, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. He's on hard knocks. Um, he's like a big play. Apparently, they talk about how great he is. And if the defense for the Cowboys just steps up anything than they did last year, which... They should because they were awful. They got they fired their defensive coordinator, hired the f- former Falcons coach, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, he's the new defensive coordinator, I believe. And I think that if the Cowboys win their division, and he does some good highlights, the media will take it with him of like, look how great he was, a well, leader. 
I but, saw he's pretty much taking Jalen Smith's small cause spot because Jalen. I heard Jalen Smith yeah. is terrible. This, yeah, like he can't run no more. Like he has. What no did he do? Sp- I don't know. He has like no speed anymore. I have nothing against Michael Par- uh, Michael Parsons. I think he's a great player, but I just think that like even if J.C. Horn like locks people down this year, like shuts people, like he like locks Mike Evans down, which I don't think will happen. Mm-hmm. I just think that like since the Panthers just don't play enough games and like. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play enough close games, and he's playing this music right now. What's going on, dog? I'm trying to figure out my defensive rookie of the year, and then stop. <laughs> and I think that, like, I don't know, like, I, I we talked about it. Like, I think being with the big team that wins their division is what, mm. like, Chase Young won it, obviously, last year. Mm. Got to the playoffs, did great. I mean, he deserved it. I know that, like, Derek Brown and Jeremy Chin were potentially fighting for that spot but mm. you know if washington sucked and he did okay i don't think there's a chance he would have yeah. won so like i think it does depend on like your team success and i think that the cowboys will i was be gonna better. say patrick certain just because my man's had like a 70 yard pick six in a preseason game so i would originally go with micah parsons as well um i think that micah parsons is ah, going to be yeah, I think Micah Parsons is going to have a great year. Um, I think that he is going to be him and Vanderesh. Like I heard on Vanderesh the, might lose his job. Like the entire no, rookie. I, I think. Well, I don't know if that other guy's really that good, but Vanderesh is solid. Um, but my pick is actually going to be somebody that not many people have heard of, and I'm going with Jamin Davis. Um, Jamin Davis is a linebacker from Kentucky. Um, he is on the Washington football team. Oh Lord! Um, but <laughs> that front apparently that front, that front he is, is the like Zach Wilson of like the linebacker crew. Mm. Like Mormon kind of. Co- <laughs> <laughs> apparently comes kind of out of nowhere. He's he's one of those guys who like it comes from a smaller school. Like Kentucky's definitely not the Alabamas or the the UNCCs. Yeah. Uh, of the world. Shout out to uh, Okanjobi. Okanjobi. If you interrupt me one more fucking time. Okan, are you, you talking do about? do this all, every single podcast. Who's Okanjobi? Larry Okanjobi is a defensive tackle for the Browns. He was from UNCC. I was about to say, I know who that is. Well, we got Alex Highsmith. Also Alex Highsmith. Um, yeah, so I'm going Jamin Davis. Who do you have? So, last two. Um, and you can kind of do two and one. Who do you have as your uh, comeback player of the year, as well as who do you have as your coach of the year? I am going to say both because I feel like they're very similar. I'm going to say Saquon Barkley with a comeback player of the year. I think since he tore his ACL and he's been rough for these last two years, he's going to come back and do very well. If I'm going to go coach of the year, I think that really comes down to two teams. The Dolphins head coach and the Bills head coach. I think it's about time Sean McDermott gets a little bit of praise for what he's doing in Buffalo. And I think that – who is the Dolphins head coach again? I am always forget his Something name. Flores. Brian, Brian Flores. Flores. There it is. Yeah. I think Brian Flores has built a good team, and if Tua goes well this year, I think he's going to get – I mean, the dude's accumulated like a million first-round picks. Like, I think that those two coaches deserve some praise for what they've been able to build with their teams. Does Jameis Winston count? Or, I would say that Jameis counts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll go with Jameis Winston. I think. I don't think. I think honestly, compared to Drew last year, I think he's an upgrade, and I think the Saints will be a okay. Wait, you're telling me Taysom Hill's not the starter? For <laughs> it better not be. No. Um. Well, so my first one is I don't want to go with this one just because I too think I think it's too easy, but I think Dak could be it. Yeah. Number one. Mm, um. Just because Dak was that. only. There for like three or four games. Um, number two is going to be my guy, Nick Bosa. Um, Tours ACL in week two, um, and he comes back. What do we say if about he comes the Jets? Back, if he comes back better than ever, then we are going to be set solid. Um, right. And especially it, as a defensive end, I think that we're going to be – it's going to be wild. How do you feel about the Jets fuck, in their field? Fuck, fuck the Jets. Yes. Right. He lost his entire team on that field. Met life. Jimmy G and Nick Bosa both went down on that oh, field. I remember. And yeah. the Panthers picked up turf. I can't wait for all oh. the ankle and foot injuries the Panthers. I was going to say uh, my coach of the year. I was going to say Sean McVay. 
Sean McVay, okay. Mm. Yeah. Um. So my coach of the year, Mike Tomlin. I'm just kidding. That would be. Man's had never had like a losing season. Is Cliff Kingsbury? Mm. <laughs> That's a <laughs> handsome head coach right there. I still think, like I said, I think Sean. the Cardinals are going to be surprisingly good this year. Um, I think that by them being able to be that good, um, that opens it up to. I think that the only reason why I don't go with Sean McDermott or whatever his name is, um, Doug McDermott. I don't think this is Doug McDermott plays in the NBA. <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> um, I think the only reason why I'm saying that it's not him is because usually to be coach of the year, you have to go from like really bad to really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like that in the NBA as well. Um, whereas I think Cliff Kingsbury, like they weren't bad last year, but they were like media, like lower in middle of the road. Whereas this year, I think they'll be like a contender. Um, whereas like the Bills were the number two seed last year, and so I don't think that he'll get that. He should have won it last year. I think he did win it last year. Who? Uh, McDermott. Oh. Coach of the year? Yeah, I think he won it last year. I honestly don't know off the top of my head. I actually think the Browns coach won it. He, it could be uh, Stefanski. Hold on. I'm mad I don't know this. It's It's one of them two. Kevin Stefanski did win it. Yeah. Good. You Good know what I you. learned just now? That Cliff Kingsbury has a Super Bowl championship against the Panthers. He yeah. was playing with the Patriots the time they won. Do you know what's that's, wild to that's me? That's tough. Matt Nagy won a coach of the year in 2018. With the Bears? With the Bears. Apparently yeah. the Bears went 12-4 and four in 2018. Did we know this? They never do anything else. I was think that, that I was think that the that's, year the double doink. Yes, I think it that was, was the, the double year doink the double year. Doink. Mm. All right, so last kind of thing that I want to do is I want to do the spin the wheel for uh, NFL team. Oh, we can't okay? my segment. You go do your seg- segment while I pull up the wheel. So oh. go ahead. All right, boys. Are we ready? I, I should probably send you. the You picture, should probably right? send a picture of yeah. this. Yeah. Yep. So. For our listeners, this is the guest, the quarterback challenge by Avery Foster. TM. Yeah, TM. Trademark, yep. Um, we have the stats. We have it randomized. They have to rank the players based off their stats and then tell me the division. Then they guess the quarterbacks. So okay. quarterback one has 3,952 passing yards, 67% completion. 20 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 58.5 QBR, 99 rush yards, 4 rushing touchdowns. QB2, 4,212 yards, 68.8 completion percentage, 40 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 73.5 QBR, 513 rush yards, 2 touchdowns, 2 rushing touchdowns. QB3 had 2,437 yards, 64.7 completion percentage, 12 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 8 rushing yards, <laughs> 0 touchdowns. Woo! QB4 at 3,971 re- passing yards, 67.2 completion, 26 tutters, 12 interceptions. Tutters! 68.9 QBR, 819 rushing yards, and 11 rushing TDs. Good God. So we're ranking them first. Yeah, ranking Correct. them. Correct? Yeah. You're gonna. I gotta give it to QB two off the bat I for mean, sure. He's got forty TDs. Like that's that he's forty everything. TDs and thirteen interceptions, which is like one more than the rest of the field. Even though he has significantly more touchdowns, I would he have, also has five hundred and thirteen rushing yards, which is wild. I would have to go quarterback four next. I mean, he has eight hundred nineteen rushing yards and eleven rushing TDs, which is like thirty seven touchdowns, which is close to QB2. Then I got to go QB1 because QB2 is that is bad. That <laughs> QB3. Is, the QB3 one with is bad. The 12 and 12. <laughs> All um, right. So are we Yeah, I'm actually same with Connor. Okay. Um 2 so. 4 1 and then QB3. All right. QB3 had 12 touchdowns and 12 <laughs> interceptions, boy. And 8 rush yards. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was doing his best. All right. Um, so are we guessing a division? Do we uh, have? Can, can we guess multiple times? Yeah, yeah. I think this is the division with the Tennessee Titans. I'm going. No, that's a good one. Is it the AFC North? That's the AFC South. South. Okay, South. It's not the South. Dang. I'm going that it's the NFC least. No. It is not the NFC East. Who in the who in the NFC least threw forty TDs? Good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, is this the? This isn't the. This isn't Green Bay. No, it probably is Patrick Mahomes one. Who was throwing twelve and twelve? So it's not the NFC North. Mm-mm. Is it the AFC North or not we the, did the uh, AFC North? This is the, no, B- the Bills. AFC East. This is the Bills division. It's the NFC South. No. Get out of my face. NFC South. NFC West? <clears throat> yeah. The 12 and 12 is Jimmy G. Or the 12 and 12 is Nick Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Russell <laughs> R- Russell, Wil- Russell Wilson's quarterback, too. Well, I wanted to guess those. Oh, my bad. My bad. All no, right. I could have. I, I would have figured out. My fault. Hold on. Kyler. I thought Kyler had more. I thought Kyler had almost a, over 1,000. He's definitely quarterback four. Yeah. But I thought Kyler had over 1,000. No, just Lamar did. Um, and then QB1 is – who's the other one? Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Yeah. That's why Sean McVay – Hey, honestly, Jared Goff in terms of yards wasn't bad. Just everything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your yards were okay, kid. Everything else sucked. See, I mean, the interceptions over a full season wasn't terrible. 13 interceptions isn't terrible. You would think that with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup that he would have more than 20 touchdowns. Um, that, Q, that QBR is rough. He has 24 touchdowns. He has four rushing touchdowns. Well, that was Still fun. I, I really enjoyed y'all guessing every division but the one that, that it was. Correct. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> yes, you, I was you... not expecting. I felt fairly confident that it was the uh, – the AFC West. It could Because I was like, Drew Locke was hurt, so he might have been that quarterback three. And well, then Patrick could have been that quarterback two. Which, which quarterback was running for 800 yards in the AFC West? Justin Herbert, man. Oh. My man, Justin hey. Herbert. That acne got that. That acne, man. He hey. got the speed. All right. So. Um, better wind resistance. <laughs> All right, here we go. So the way that we're going to do the spin the wheel, as we always do, we are going to do quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex, a tight end, and then we're going to do a little bit different. We did it last time, but can you write this down somewhere? Um, What am I writing down? So quarterback, two running backs. For us? Yeah. Two wide receivers. A tight end, a flex, an offensive line, and a defense. Now, this is life on the line. You're going to die. Uh, yes. I want Iguadala. Rest in peace, Max Kellerman, on first day. Apparently, the jump got canceled. What? Apparently, what she said was that Maria Taylor girl, The she said that the reason why she led the finals coverage is because they wanted to diversify. Oh. Yeah, Maria Taylor's black. Dang. Uh, quarterback. Quarterback, two, two running, running backs. backs. Two wide receivers, tight end, flex, offensive hold line, on, hold on, hold defense. On. Tight end, flex, offensive line. And then our defense. All right. So now this is with the assumption that life on the line, you must go seventeen and zero or you die. Plus seventeen and zero, die or the goon squad comes and takes your family. And the teams are eliminated, <laughs> so you can never have the same team twice. Yes, the teams. Mm, <clears throat> I don't know if we can do that on this one. Why? I thought each person has their own. No, I don't. I don't have the same application that I did last time. Oh, well, never mind then. I lied. Hold on, hold on. Maybe I do. Hold on. I think this is it. All right. Yeah, we're good. We can eliminate. Can we have the same players? Can we share? Uh, Avery, you're the deciding factor. Do you want to share or no? No. No. He said it. 
He said what he said. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna restart. We are gonna restart after every person though. So like you can't get the same t- person twice, but you can get the same team between because we're talking about like ten players. I thought per. that we were gonna rotate. Each person would just go their entire way, and then they would eventually like you know. But it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Is just this, do so this isn't fantasy. This is like. Perfect team to go seventeen. No? Perfect team, got to go seventeen. No, or you die. And we cannot have the same players. Avery, would you like to go first? No. All right, I will go first. All right, my first team is. I need to make sure that he's not lying. No, just, just plays so I can see. Is the Jaguars? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, give me James Rob James Robinson in the flex. Eliminate this team. Yeah. Wait, this is a current players. Yes, yes, oh, this just is, current. This Not is, Travis Etienne, this is, whatever his name this is. is. Tough. Uh, next we got the Vikings. Um, this is, you're doing your yes, own Yes, yes. Give okay. me Dalvin, running back. Dalvin Cook. All right, next, next one we have is the – the Bills. Give me Josh. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, quarterback. This sucks we can't share players. Next pick we have the Giants. Give me Saquon as my QB my RB two. Well, you got really good running backs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I have a pretty good uh quarterback. Only thing is <laughs> DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. I got the Panthers. Um Give me Sam Darnold. Give me, me yeah. Down. Give me DJ Moore. Wide receiver. Yeah. Give, yeah. No, in the tight end. Position. Give me Ian Thomas. <laughs> you want to get kneecapped? Uh, yeah. So I got the Saints. I'm going. To, give me a healthy Michael Thomas, please. <laughs> give me Andre Iguodala. You could have taken the Saints defense. I I realized right when you said that that I have offensive linemen, offenses and defenses to account for. Give me the Steelers defense. Your team is loaded. This isn't kind of fair. We should be able to repeat players if possible because, like, this shouldn't have gone this way. No, I think it makes it interesting. Uh, Give me the 49ers offensive line. Mm. Oh no! I miss George Kittle. And you got the Bengals. You need the tight end. Who is that? I have one more wide receiver spot, right? Or is it just you tight just end? Have a tight end. Who is the tight end for the Bengals? <laughs> just right, Bengals tight end. <laughs> I think it's something. Wait, Uzma. who's his two wide receivers? Jamar Chase. Hey Tyler Siri. Lloyd. No, who's his two wide oh, receivers? Who is the Bengals tight end? CJ Uzma. <laughs> no, he's on the. He's no, he, on the Bengals. Yeah. Woo! He's a series so that there's six tight ends. CJ oh, Uzma, no. right? Yeah. See, they got like five tight ends. All right. So I'll I go. reset everything. Okay, I'll go next. I'm going to have to pick. I'm going to have nobody to pick. We can reuse players if you want. Nah, we'll just see how bad it is for me. Colts. You've got to get their offense. They're line. Yeah, that's the best one. Yeah, pretty much. The next team is the Giants. Give me Daniel Jones. Iguodala. Max Kellerman got fired for that. Wait, Bro, you know, I want their I was, defense because their defense is good. Okay. Uh, the Washington football team? The defense, no. <laughs> Bro, their defense is good. No. Better than the Washington, Washington football def- team. Can I take it back or no? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I wish that I. Well, give me Kenny Galladay then. You did spin it pretty quick after his pick. Well, I was doing it because I don't want there to be dead air. That's me. Kenny Galladay. It. I'll fill the dead air. And then defensive line. Washington. Or defense of Washington. I just got them. Yeah. Uh oh, Kansas City. Yeah, you got Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes. Not Travis Kelsey. No. Don't get screwed by the. T- Tight ends, man. <laughs> CJ Uzma. You're going to die. Uh, the Cowboys. Ooh. 
there could be a lot of things that you could do with yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, Amari, CD, if you believe in Zeke. Zeke. I'm going Amari. Oh, old veteran. Okay. Uh, you have the Steelers. Bro, I'm going to go Najee. All right. The next one is the... Let's see, ladies and gentlemen. Your favorite team ever. The Browns. Nick Chubb. All right. I got a flex and a tight end. A flex and a tight end. Your next team is the Bengals. You could grab any one of them. CJ Hughes. I'm going to go Joe Mixon as my flex. Okay. If you got to get the tight end, no matter where you go. Oh, what is it? What is it? What is it? Please. Ah, oh, damn it. The Ravens. Oh, Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews. Yeah, that makes sense. My team's solid. What's your team? Patrick Mahomes, Najee Harris, Nick Chubb, Kenny Galladay, Amari Cooper, Mark Andrews, Joe Mixon, Colts O-Line, Washington defense. Your team is pretty solid. Yeah, that's. I'm going to have booty. Everything's that's left. All right. Connor, you are the Raiders, number one. Give me Darren Waller. Ooh, getting getting tight end off the board he, first. He got the best tight end out of us three. Yeah. Big facts. You're saying C.J. Uzma is not the best? <laughs> He's a uh, Cowboys. Give me C.D. Lamb. Flex Ooh. or wide receiver one? Put him in the flex. I move him around if I need to. Okay. We have the – it looks like it's going to be the Washington football team again. Get Terry McLaurin. Uh, we, yeah, I'll take Terry McLaurin. I mean, yeah, I can't yeah. do their defense. Uh, the next pick is the Bucks. I gotta get Tom. I don't think it's. I don't think I. I gotta get the quarterback off the board. Yeah, you don't want to get stuck with bad quarterback for real. Yeah. For real. Uh, the Texans. I want to skip. You cannot skip. I want to skip. Just bite the bullet. Take if, their O-line. If you get to skip, I get to skip on uh, All right, CJ Uzma. I'll take Brandon Cooks. I don't think he's on there no more. No, he? I think he, no, he, he, he is. is. Brandon Cooks. So, you got all your receivers. All right. You have the Packers. <laughs> you should have took their O-line and just got Devontae. <laughs> I, can, I can take Devontae Adams. I, I can move C. You've got three receivers, though. Terry McLaurin is their wide receiver. Oh, I thought there was a running back. No, that's Antonio. That's Antonio Gibson. Then give me Aaron Jones. Then. Oh. Well, yeah, I need. A, I need. A, I need a solid running back. I'll get an O line somewhere else. No, the offensive line for them would have been good. Uh, Seattle. Not their O line. <laughs> Definitely not their O line. O line defense and running back spot. And I guess Chris Carson was the best option. Yeah. I got. I got shafted here. Saints. Saints O line. Pretty solid, actually. You need defense now, right? That's it? Yeah. Big money, need. big money. My team's going to get demolished. <laughs> You're dead. Oh, the, the Bills. Bills you did get saved by that. I, yeah. Your team's not bad. Your Dog. Only, your only bad spot is Brandon Cooks. I think I think so. Landing if on the you're Texans looking is like a landmine. So you got to go 17-0 versus the entire league. Brandon Cook can concuss. I think I could do it with this team. I think that I could do it with everybody other than CJ Uzma. I could not do this. I think my team's the only one that could. So I have Josh Allen, Dal- Dalvin Cook, Saquon, DJ Moore, Michael Thomas, CJ Uzma, James Robinson, uh, the 49ers offensive line, and the Steelers defense. I think that I have a good team. Uh, my wide receiver and my tight end are definitely my weak spots. But you have Patrick Mahomes, Avery, um, Najee Harris, Nick Chubb, Kenny Galladay, Amari Cooper, Mark Andrews, Joe Mixon, Colts offensive line, and the Washington football team defense. Your team is slightly better than mine. I will give you credit for that. Connor has Tom Brady, Aaron <laughs> Jones, Chris Carson, Brandon Cooks, Terry McLaurin, Darren Waller, CeeDee Lamb, the Saints zone line, and the Bills defense. We do have like three of the top five defenses out of all of them, though. Mm -hmm. Well, boys, I think that it has been a good podcast. Um, Got any parting words for the people? 
We should do this again. Same draft thing again. So Connor can get a better team next I week. I want to go first. Well, do we, do we yeah. want to do offensive line? Well, what I want to do next week is since we're getting closer to the actual um, – since we're getting closer to the actual thing, what I want to do is I want to do a full – and this and we might have to dedicate – this might be a, a separate podcast. But I want to do a draft, but a full 11-on-11 11 11 draft. Defense and offense? Offense and – Like full positions? Offense, yep. Offense and defense. I'm down. And what we're going to do is I'll find somebody who has Madden 22. Make rosters. Plug it in. Yep. And then have them play against each other. Yep. And, and we'll see wins who wins. has the best team. Yeah. That's cool. So, we're not going to pick specialists like kickers and punters and hey, stuff like that. Hey, I mean, punters we, are people. I, if y'all want to do that, we can. Dude, if I can If we're just – since we're doing it, yeah. to be honest with you – but I think that it would be cool to mix in like defenses too, like individual defensive in, players, in, in, individual defensive oh players, boy. because you might have Aaron Donald go like way higher than a lot of other people would. So that, that um, be fun. I think it will be fun. Well, guys, we will see you guys next week. We greatly appreciate you. Um, tune in next week to hear our full on fantasy draft. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. All right, Y'all later. go it. Bye bye.